From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Hello and welcome to The Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for the week of April 13th, 2011 from Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Kathy Whirling. Scott Smith, Teresa Eccles, Walter Eccles, and John Magi. Max the Intern, back in the peanut gallery. Uh, Corey and Julie are attending to their sick little boy, Ferris, so they are not with us this week. And Kevin is attending to his mom, who's going in for some surgery. So, you know, it's not the Diz Unplugged unless there's mass illness, apparently. This is, it. This is the end He's of it. Everyone's yeah. going to be better. From now on, do you hear me? Don't look at me. I've been good. Oh, she's been fine. She hasn't gotten sick. I was going to say she's She's really not good. Don't care. Don't look directly at me. (laughs) (laughs) Avert your eyes. Um, In this episode, we're going to discuss. Walter, Teresa, and I are going to discuss our upcoming cruise to the Mediterranean. We'll be leaving on the May twenty eighth sailing of the Disney Magic out of Barcelona, Spain. For 11 nights on board the ship, traveling to incredible ports like uh, uh, Valletta Malta, uh, <laughs> uh, Canaveral, and uh, <laughs> Corsica. Uh, we're going to Malta, we're going to Naples, Italy, uh, Rome, uh, Florence, uh, Monaco, Villefranche, Villefranche. Here come the Americans. <laughs> uh, we'll be in we'll be in Corsica, um, and uh, those who have been listening to the show for a while know that Walter and I had done this excur- this uh, this cruise last year. Uh, I was doing it as part of our Magic in the Mediterranean promotion, and uh, of the eleven days we were on the ship, I got off of it twice. And I vowed that I would do Go it back again. and enjoy it this time. And I wanted to enjoy it. Uh, and uh, this time we're doing something a little different. A, we're bringing Teresa. Um, we that makes say, it better all around anyway. Uh, that <laughs> just improves the trip dramatically. Is this your fresh air kid experience? Is that what this is? <laughs> um, we've also added the Adventures by Disney add-on uh, to this sailing. Uh, and what that is is that's basically a replacement for your shore excursions. If uh, they, you can you can purchase this add-on to the cruise that allows you to um, basically have an Adventures by Disney experience while you're on the cruise. And uh, so our itineraries and our excursions getting off the ship are all planned by Adventures by Disney. We have two Adventures by Disney guides, like you would with any normal ABD trip, and they handle everything. They're awesome. We've been on what five so far? Yep, we've done. Uh, we did Australia. We've done uh, backstage magic. This is coming up on our fourth, fourth time. And uh, we've done Southwest Splendors. So uh, that's six times that we've done Adventures by Disney, and every single experience was awesome, lawless. Yes, I, I. It's really hard for me to wrap my head around that, especially the way I complain about stuff. Um. When I tell you that I have not had one remotely negative experience on an Adventures by Disney trip, no. 
they go out of their way to make sure everything is as perfect as possible. It's amazing. Well, the it's only a- negative experiences we had were things that were out of their control, and then they went and went above and beyond to fix them. So, you know, the stuff that <sighs> Right, they I, yeah, can, I don't count that. I right. don't count that, you know, because I'm, I'm taking a look at, you know, what is it that Adventures by Disney does, and how well do they do it, and... Um, it's this is why I've become such a huge fan of Adventures by Disney. Even if you put all the time into trying to book everything that they've booked, Disney comes up with things that you can't even do on your own. Right, exactly. Exactly. Like one of the things that we did in Australia, for example, was a Hartley's Crocodile Adventure, which is open to the public, but we go after hours. The park is ours. And we have this whole custom experience that you just you can't buy. And then they have this great dinner for us, um, and in thing when you and when you're doing things that you know the, the rest of the public can do, you get in first. You wait on no lines, and there's always something extra. So, for example, in Australia, when we went to the Great Barrier Reef, the uh, the the boat that they take us out on to get to the reef, everyone um, goes on. Everyone goes on. We were the first ones on. We had our own private area uh, on the ship. And we had a marine biologist that was traveling exclusively with us. Mm. So you're the envy of all the people that aren't. So she took you to like see giant clams to see all the coral. And then <clears throat> she just had everything, exactly all the good stuff where you needed to go and look. And like he said, we had a private place on the beach. Where, when we were in Australia, one thing we did, which was unusual, was go to the sheep farm, which you wouldn't think a sheep farm would be a lot of fun. We had a great It was time. amazing. I, actually, know, I, I just had a problem with the shearing of the sheep. Which I did. He oh. actually did. He actually did shear the sheep. What was and your problem? It, you know what? I don't know. Because they're not hurting the sheep. They're not killing the sheep. They're rough um, with them, though. But, you know, I, I don't know. There was something about watching it that disturbed me. I had to leave. Was it did, Was it like Teresa said? Was it because they were manhandled? And well, rough? yeah. I mean, because, you know, you can't imagine that it's enjoyable for the sheep. But you know, it's However, not. They're not harmed in any way, shape, or form. I hear it's actually good for them. I'm sure it is. I'm. I, I, there's nothing. There is. I just before <laughs> yeah. the emails start, there is nothing wrong with sharing a sheet. For whatever reason, that particular at that particular moment, yeah. I had, uh, I had an emotional response to it, and I I chose to step out of the room. I didn't make a scene. I didn't complain. It wasn't a bad thing. Um, <laughs> just for me personally, at that moment. It was, you know, like, okay, I, I can't watch this because I just... Um, but it was, again, a, an amazing experience. This is what Adventures by Disney does. So uh, one of the things we had noticed on the Mediterranean cruise last year was that... Because um, what we tried to do in covering that cruise was do a wide v- a variety of shore excursions. So some of the shore excursions, we did the more expensive ones, like our day in Rome. We did yes. the more expensive excursion which I think was about $200 a person right. for about 12 hours. You're about tw- a 12-hour excursion, really long, uh, taken on a walking tour of Rome that included lunch, and we got to see the Colosseum. Fantastic lunch. We, got to see, uh, uh, we went to the Vatican. Uh, we were in St. Peter's Basilica. Uh, we went to uh, um, the Parthenon. Um, no, not the Parthenon. That's Greece. Pantheon. Um, the, uh, the Fountain. That we went to the Trevi Fountain, but we went to the other place. I can't remember the, the Pantheon. Name. The Pantheon is Which what I'm is thinking the, of. With the Oculus, yes, the yes. Okay, that was it. Um, and it was amazing. Uh, but then the less the, the lesser expensive uh, excursions that were forty five, fifty five, sixty five dollars, we found those to be really lacking. They were basically, as Walter put it, uh, advertisements. These were right. sponsored by 
uh, one was businesses. a place that happened to sell candy. So they showed you making their candy, but the whole thing was for you to buy their candy. Exactly. And then you go to a honey farm, which it was raining. Okay, so that was boring. But they want you to buy beeswax stuff, and they want you to buy honey. So it was all oh, put Max, on Max by Max the vendors. Max bought a candle there, didn't you, Max? Yes. I well, remember. We now, one of the things we went to on, I think, Corsica was this beautiful um, castle. But they didn't know what to do with the castle, so they had, like, big fake dinosaurs in it. And it just <laughs> that makes uh, sense. It no, didn't well, make any sense. No, 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 no. Okay, what, <laughs> what you're talking about that is an actual archaeological location. Those were real. Yes, mm. I mean it's. I don't think I, so. I, well, I, I'm telling you from all the research I did prior to doing that oh, trip okay, okay. that that is an archaeological site that there were in fact dinosaur bones dinosaurs found there, living in a castle. Yes. No, no, no. They were. All, I guess wow, in that they lived well. Area, yeah. but they didn't know what to do. Well, with the they castle, built a so castle they... out. Of, they built a castle out of the rocks that were the, out of the rock that was the mountain, um, and in fossils that mountain in were the... fossils. Okay. Oh, um, okay. They had some cool fossils, but the fake dinosaurs was just. Well, I, I... well obviously, <laughs> obviously they're going to have. You know, they're, they're they're trying to make a thing of it, but the fossils that are in the wall are not fake. There was a real. No, no, fossils. no. They had really nice fossils. Okay. So, but I have a question, though. These are completely two different stories, isn't it? <laughs> two different castles, probably. I, I have a question. Okay, so the, when you go on this cruise, and if you take the excursions, you can pick and choose. Sure. Yeah. The ABD, is it a it's, all or nothing? No, that, that, yes. yeah, they take care of it. Well, I mean, though, look, you're never required. You're never required to, to do, do anything. anything with Adventures by Disney. If I know, you want to set something out, yeah, you ABD can something is out. all or nothing. That's what I meant. I mean, is it like when well, you I, you can't just pick? I want no, to do they this have, day's trip. They have an agenda, or, which is what they're going to well, do. Well, you for that you day. can. You're still paying well, for all I mean. of them. That's what I mean. So I mean, yes. If you decide you want to do ABD a, a different excursion than what the ABD is doing that day, you can. You'd be crazy. Right. There's not different excursions offered within the ABD experience. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, what they're going to do. What I'm impressed about is you guys are the. I didn't realize this. The ABD guys are going to be on the boat with you. Correct. So what that tells me is you're probably going to do stuff with them on the boat. We are. Um, uh, it, for example. Uh, That's going to be great because you're going to get to know them. Yeah. Uh, the day at sea, for example, we have a private reception uh, for our group. Um, we have a private animation lesson. Um, we have uh, 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 a dinner at Palo with our group. How big uh, is our group? Do we know? Um, no, I don't. I don't. No, it's not the type of thing where you can call. So they, there's stuff being done on the ship um, on the sea days, and there's uh, stuff being done, you know, obviously in the ports. When we go to Malta, for example, I've been let, me, let me say this though: it has to be under 14 people because 14 people is the max for the private dining room at Palo. So if that tells you, anything. well, I don't know that. We're, well, you know, we they. May, I don't know. I don't. They may have us at different tables. Oh, in Palo. I, I don't know. I don't know it that it's a private, private dining room. room which just says when we get to Malta. Uh, that you know, we have a we have a lunch. Uh, we do sightseeing around Valletta. Um, we go to a glass blowing demonstration. Um, so they do stuff like that. Uh, Palermo, uh, uh, because uh, Palermo is replacing on this trip. Palermo, Sicily is replacing uh, Tunisia. Tunisia, which I'm just peachy keen fine with. I was worried about that. I was worried about. Being safe, I guess. It wasn't. A, it wasn't a very good excursion when you went off, and you didn't feel very. Well, safe. Let me ask you a question: If they were still going to Tunisia, 
and Adventures by Disney was going to do a shore excursion, would you feel better? No. I mean, look, it's not it, – my reasoning for not wanting to get off the ship in Tunisia has nothing to do with a safety factor. <laughs> my reasons are that when we were there last time, two things happened that guaranteed I probably would never step foot on the ground in Tunisia. Number one, took two hours – for the ship to clear customs. And the reason for that, as I later found out from one of the cast members, was because Disney sent a woman to clear the ship with the local customs official. And they said, the next time you come back here, do not send a woman. Okay, at that point, I think Disney should have said to everybody, back on the ship, we're going, personally. Second, and the thing that upset me the most, they were sending guests, as guests were getting off the ship, they were sending them back to their staterooms to change women because if they were showing too much skin, if they had short sleeves on or uh, their shorts were too short or they were wearing a midriff or anything like that. Now, I can understand if you're going into a mosque, if you're going into a church, if you're going into a synagogue or something like that and there is a particular dress code, that makes sense to me. But to walk around the streets because it's this... Forgive me, I'm going to offend somebody. Backwards, barbaric Muslim nation that views women as second-class citizens and treats them as second-class citizens. Why a Disney vessel would go to that place, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to give them my money. I'm not going to get off the ship in Valletta, Malta, or I'm sorry, excuse me, in Tunisia, and and, and uh, I'm sorry, I'm just... For me personally, I, I'm, I'm not saying that anybody who does get off the ship is wrong. This is a personal opinion on my part. So no, now, <laughs> it would not have mattered. Now, if, if Teresa was okay with that, if Teresa was okay, you know, she decided, okay, I'm fine with that. I want to see Tunisia. Um, then definitely with ABD. You would have felt safer. Much safer. Standing around at a different Much safer. Scripture. Much safer. Because, you know, we heard... Nightmare stories, especially blonde women, being harassed in the street by men. Now, I want to just make sure we understand the reason why Disney Cruise Line is not going to Tunisia is not because of these things. It's no. because there's political unrest there. Right. So whatever the geopolitical climate is at this moment, I don't know if any of that will change or if that will get better. As Well, my point is that... If the option for Tunisia was Palermo, Sicily, why weren't you going there? In I don't the think first it was. A, I don't think it was an option all the all along. I think it, this was. How, what do we do to replace this port that we can't go to no, anymore? I think. I just think Palermo. most people would prefer to go to Sicily. Exactly. Right. Anyway, and so we're going to get to do some stuff in in Sicily, obviously. Um, uh, then we're uh, off to Naples, Naples, Italy, uh, and I think. I think we get, because I'm looking at the itinerary here on the ABD website, I think we get to go to our little farm. It was a farm where everything you ate, they grew. Mm. And it was fantastic. It's this little farm in Sorrento. Kind of large. I mean, they, they had. Well, it's whatever. I mean, anyway. the, places, the place we were was really Point. small. I don't know right, how much right. land they have, but the place we were was really kind of rustic and small. They cured their own ham. They made their own cheese. Oh, wow. In fact, they had one woman making cheese as you ate. And well, they, they do a demonstration showing how they make the olive oil. 
and they have a demonstration showing how they make mozzarella cheese, and then they sit down, and everything you eat was grown on the farm and made there. They have homemade wine. I'll be giving you my shopping list before you go, (laughs) just so you know. And when I tell you the most delicious lunch I think I've ever had in my life. It was incredible. Everything was quaint. They're all very, very nice. The woman's very entertaining. It's the one who owns it who's walking around telling you about it. She's just... Very now, engaging. On our shore excursion last year when we did that, following that, we went to Pompeii. Uh, this time, following that, we go to the island of Capri, which I'm really excited about. It's supposed to be absolutely gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Island in the Mediterranean. Cannot wait to do that. You can wear your Capri pants. Yeah. <laughs> Where they originated. And then, of course, then of course, uh, we go to Rome and... Uh, Honestly, the the singular highlight of this trip for me, and I'm not Catholic, but the highlight of this trip for me is not just the trip to the Vatican City, but the fact that we get to go into the Sistine Chapel. See, less than mm. we didn't. No, we got to, we went into the St. Peter's Basilica. Getting right. into the Sistine Chapel is very difficult. Right. You normally have to wait on a very, 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 very long line to get in. A lot of people get on that line and never get in um, and wait hours and hours and hours. And this is, again, one of those ABD benefits is that we get to walk right in, basically. And uh, a chance to see the Sistine Chapel. Is this the one where Kevin, on that other show, said about having the mirror? The yeah. show. He said on the good show, he <laughs> mentioned that one of his tips is to bring a hand mirror when you go to the Sistine Chapel. What happens is you spend all of your time looking up, trying to get every detail of, this, of the... You end up craning your neck. Right, yeah. crane your neck. But you're also, it's very crowded. I'm going to do that. So you're concerned about hitting other people, walking to other people. We noticed quite a few people at hand mirrors, and we're using that to look up at the ceiling. You will not be allowed to talk in the Sistine Chapel, and oh, you will not be allowed to take pictures or okay. video. I forgot about that. Wow. Well, video, how come? It's, you just can't take anything. They, I can understand no flash photography. Nope, they don't want any pictures leaving the Sistine Chapel. So only the memories you take out Exactly, with you. yep. Yeah. Well, we're in Monaco. We go to the castle, and you can't take any pictures. Hmm. And they have some incredible stuff. Well, yeah. Inside, uh, when when we go into the, uh, the 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 private residence, you can't take pictures in there. Um, but uh, after the uh, after the Vatican, we have lunch. I just want to say a couple things about the Sistine Chapel. It's really cool. First of all, I don't know how many people follow this, but when a new pope is coronated, they do the smoke. You actually get to see where they. Light oh, the really? fire for the smoke. Oh, that's neat. So that's really awesome. And you're going to be surprised at how small it is. Really? You th- you, th- you have this idea in your head about what's going to be massive, yeah. It's, it's very tiny compared to what I think you think it is. Okay. Mm. Wow. Well, we have lunch after that, followed by a privately guided tour of Rome where we go to the Colosseum and uh, do some of that stuff. And... Uh, then uh, we we get to go to. Uh, I would imagine you're going to go to see the same much of the same stuff you saw on the other yeah, short excursion probably because they're the highlights. Except right. it's a private tour; and we're not dealing with the unwashed. And however, <laughs> how many times can you see the Colosseum? I could go a hundred times. Oh, I know. The Trevi that, that Fountain. Get old. Everything we saw, I wouldn't mind seeing again. We, saw tr- no we went to Trevi Fountain three times on our own. Yeah, that is fantastic. That's a beautiful. All that history. Oh just, yeah, that's what's amazing me. When I took humanities class, all the different things you, you know, you had to identify them. So you had to draw some stupid looking, you know, drawings just so you could make it out when you saw it again. But when you go, you get to see everything um, that you see in a humanities class, and you're just like, wow! I never thought I'd actually see this in person. I thought I would just see it in books. So it's really amazing to see everything you've studied for years and years and years. 
Uh, we follow that up with a trip to Florence where we get to see the statue of David. Um, again, one of these things that you got to line up for right. eons in advance. Also with the statue of David, in addition to seeing David himself, which is spectacular, there's a, a, a lot of Michelangelo pieces there. I'm sure this Adventures by Disney trip will do the same thing for you that ours did and that they shared a little book with the story of David and of these pieces that you're going to see. There's six or eight that are in various stages of being completed. And it's fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating to see sort of like a head come out of this big block of marble. Wow. Mm. It's pretty amazing. That's been there for how long? Right? Really? Yeah. Just and Florence itself, and Florence itself is incredible. You just, you I'm can't. just hoping they give us enough time on these trips to shop. Well, we've said this before, broken record. If you see something, buy, buy it. it. Buy it. You can't go back, and also don't let them rush you into. You're going to see it later, and we'll come back and get it later. You're not going to do that. If you see something, just say, "Listen, I'm buying this," and let everybody wait for you. So. Can you use your credit cards over there Absolutely. just like you, you do can. here? How does that work? You, you can use your credit cards over there. Keep in mind that your credit card company is going to charge you an international transaction fee. Here's here's some advice. Can I give you some advice? Yeah. What you need to do is, first of all, contact your credit card company and let them know yes. that you're going to be using it overseas. Yeah, that's number one. You want to ask them what the charge is going to be. Probably what they'll do is they'll charge you the um, exchange rate. At the time, and there'll be a fee, like Pete said. You want to have some cash in American dollars, but you also want to have some cash in the local currency. I think Disney Cruise Line, correct me if I'm wrong, will be able to let you exchange currency on the ship, won't they? No. I don't remember. No. No, No, we never did that last time. They do not. What what I'm going to do... uh, Again, this year, I did it last year, and it worked out really well, uh, in the international terminal at JFK, because that's where we're, we go from here to JFK and then JFK to Barcelona. In the international terminal at JFK, you can pick up what effectively is a prepaid Visa card, um, where you put money on this card, and <clears throat> this way, and it's in euros, I think, and this way, you're just spending against what you bought. That's a good oh, okay. no, It's like a gift card for yeah. yourself. For it's basically exactly, yeah. and this way there's not because you're you're not only paying the exchange rate, and let me tell you something: we're taking a, the U.S. A dollar beating. takes a oh, beating yeah. against the euro. You got to add about thirty thirty five cents on the dollar oh, that man. they're getting on the euro. So if something is a is a dollar, it's one euro. It's really more like a dollar thirty, dollar thirty five for us, whatever the exchange rate is then. And then on top of that, your bank is charging you a fee. So this basically kind of just eliminates the bank fee. So that's what I'm going to do. It's a good idea. Plus also, um, I'm going to have traveler's checks, a certain amount of traveler's checks. Uh, and then, yes, uh, euros. Euros are a very, very good idea to have. The nice part, nice thing is everywhere you're going to go will accept euros. Yeah. Every yeah. country you're going to go to. So. And, uh, yeah, because I was able to get uh, – I mean, you know, I was able to get euros and ATMs in Barcelona. Again, though, you're paying that you're paying that fee. Now, it wasn't so bad when I was in Australia, because at the time that we were in Australia, we were getting the the dollar was strong against the Australian the U.S. dollar was strong against the Australian dollar, so uh, we were probably getting about fifteen or twenty cents on the dollar. Um, so that was that was good, but that was pretty much chewed up. 
um, not pr- I don't want to say completely, but I think about 10% of that was chewed up by fees from the, from mm-hmm. the bank. When you use an ATM, you're being charged an exchange rate, you're being charged a fee, plus you're being charged your bank fee. Your bank is probably going to charge you a couple bucks to take money out. Oh yeah, from a non-bank so, ATM. So it, it's you know that's something to consider. I'd like to hear some suggestions though from those of you who have traveled internationally more than I have because I've only really done it twice. Um, what your suggestions are for that? Because it's a great question. It's a question that comes up I think all the time. Yeah. How do I handle money? When I use I, John's credit card. Right? Exactly. <laughs> One of the things you could do if you have it or not, American Express will have. Uh, you know, you can talk to them in advance, and they do things like lower exchange rates and things like that. But. It's something you got to be concerned of when you go over there. Yeah, think about that stuff. Exactly. Well, right. Pete didn't tell me. If Pete hadn't said call your credit card company, I wouldn't have thought of that. But then when you're overseas, your credit card company is probably going to decline it. Cause exactly. They're not going to know you. And how there. about my phone? I can't use my phone over there either, right? No, you can't use your phone there. You can use Walter's or mine because our phones have the special uh, international plan add on okay. for it. Um, but uh, no, your phone. I mean, look, if you, you need to call your kids. So, you know, um, you, have a, you have a business phone. <laughs> yeah, just you have a business phone. I'm okay with you making a call every day to your kids. Right. Remember, sure. I get the bill. I know. But text messaging, Facebook, stuff like that, you got to use our phones. Okay. Um, because we have the data plan on ours. So. Okay. Um, All right. So what is everybody looking forward to seeing? Well, I'm not most? completely done with oh, the okay. itinerary Sorry, yet. So we do Corsica. And then after Corsica, uh, we do uh, the south of France, Villefranche, uh, which is where we go to Monaco. We get to tour the Prince's Palace. Uh, we have lunch on the Riviera uh, and some time on our own. Um, and uh, then I think we have a day at sea. We actually have three days at sea on this uh, itinerary versus uh, the 10 day, which is. Only two days at sea. The first day and the last day are at sea. We have one in the middle. Oh, whoa. And I'm going to tell you something. When you, This is an exhausting itinerary. Yeah, you guys are going to be busy. This is an exhausting itinerary. Adventures by Disney does cram a lot into the time that they have. So it's always sort of an active itinerary anyway. But to try to see everything in Rome. So I'm, a, I'm going to be burning all the calories that I'm eating, right? This I is going to be one of the things. <laughs> a lot of walking. Yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot of, of walking, walking, yeah. You yeah. want very comfortable Walking shoes, very comfortable walking shoes. You'll get back to the state room and pass out. Yeah, you'll just be done. <laughs> and th- that's one of the reasons why I couldn't really get off the ship because you know, when yeah, you we get had- back on the ship, a lot of work had to be done. Yeah, and, you know, getting that video together, getting that stuff together, and getting it up. But you're going to get a taste for the trip when you go out to be- do the backstage magic next week. Yeah, you get a taste for what it's really like to do, especially with Adventures by Disney, because oh, Adventures cool. by Disney is about moving. You're moving <laughs> a lot. They don't disappoint. The, no, they don't. They deliver every time. They don't. Um, so coming back to John's question, what are you looking forward to the most? I think right now Rome, Italy. Rome's always been a dream. Do you have any Italian heritage? Um, no, not really. There might be a little, uh, supposedly there's somebody back there. Giuseppe but, jumped the fence about yeah. five generations ago. <laughs> no. And wound up in Georgia. My people are more German and English. But I don't know why Italy's always. I think for me, it's from the movies. Watching the movies, mm. you know, Roman Holiday and all the, you know, you see him. I, I picture myself going there and becoming young and beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> you know how you just—it's like you want it to be experienced like something, you know, classic, a classic. I experience. loved Rome. Rome was fantastic. Yeah, I think it's. <laughs> if there's anything on TV, if there's Samantha Browns or there's any oh, travel yeah. channel stuff, TiVo it, record it. 
Oh, I have been. And um, House Hunters International. Yep, we watched that They're too. They're in Italy a lot. They're in Italy mm-hmm. a lot. I love it. I love it. Well, now, you know, um, I didn't know this until after I told Teresa that she was going to be coming with us to Europe. Um, but this has been something that you have really looked forward to yeah. doing since you were a kid. I thought about it all the time when I was, I don't as I can probably was young as Stella. I can remember getting out the encyclopedias and the pictures, looking at the pictures, and you know. But you actually put things together. That, oh yeah, um, as though you had already been there. notebooks and notebooks of wow. travel diaries. <laughs> it's kind of weird, I know. But, no, you know, I, it's, I think that's a show. You know, it's an amazing imagination. Planning for a kid. it out and trying to figure out, you know, what country you're going to go to next and how you're going to get there. It'd be really freaky if we found them, and it's like today, Pete and Walter and I. I know. <laughs> Really? Your mother doesn't have those, does she? Oh, no. I'm sure they got tossed. That would have been interesting. Because they were piled and piled up. And it's funny because it started out, in the beginning, it was more little maps you draw and how you're going. Kind of like Stella does with her drawings. Mm -hmm. And then by middle school, it was more, this is the countries I'm going to. And, you know, this is how I'm going to get there. By by probably 14 and 15, I'm thinking, how am I going to get there? You know, I can leave when school's out buy a cheap plane fare and back then it was you know in the 70s it was a lot cheaper and get there and get back in time for school to start again in september well, you also heard you know kids that i spent a summer in europe oh and yeah, I yeah. Hostels oh, I yes. and, oh yeah all nope. kinds of and i know um my junior year we had everything we even bought bus tickets and the closest we get was canada because my girlfriend and I was okay, we can't get to Europe. We're going to Canada. <laughs> that was our big plan. Wait a minute now. You were willing to take the cheapest flight and stay in hostels, and I'm paying for you to be on a billion-dollar ocean liner. Yeah, and go that's bizarre. Something's wrong. I my huh? expectations. But I always knew at some point. You know, I don't know how. I don't know when. But, you know, fate would send me. That's awesome. That is awesome. Now, you guys have been. Mm-hmm. What are you looking forward to seeing? This time around, I am uh, like I said. I th- oh. Top of the list for me is assisting chapel, um, but a close second is going back to that farm in Sorrento. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of those experiences where you just uh, you want to talk about getting just this 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 amazing authentic experience, um, and it, it just and first and Sorrento was gorgeous. Plus, we had time on that particular trip. We had time on our own. And Gavin and Becky and Yvette and Emil and Walter and I walked around the town of Sorrento. We stopped at a little cafe, street-side cafe, wow. had cappuccinos and little, mm. little, yeah. uh, little, little finger foods and did some shopping. And uh, that's when we discovered that Sorrento is actually a city of uh, women who look just like my mother. Um, there were all these all these little Italian women these these slight little Italian women with the shock of white hair like my mom has and I'm like oh my god they all look like my mother see I picture that and I picture men playing bocce ball and you know I don't know I it's fascinating to me that we're gonna be out there with well, Europeans you know, well like and, Rome and just well you'll get your first taste of it in Barcelona um because Barcelona, you want to talk about a stunning it's city. Beautiful. beautiful. Stunning. Stunning, stunning, stunning city. Uh, and it's, you know, you, you go there and you realize, oh, wow, this stuff's really old. You know, Eddie Izzard has this great, <laughs> Eddie Izzard has this yes. great line um, in one of his shows, one of his first U.S. shows, 
where he says, you know, here you look at, you know, we have we have buildings that have been there for thousands and thousands of years, and over here, you know, we're going to restore this building to the way it was fifty years ago. <laughs> no, it can't be done. It no, can't be done. people no. weren't alive back then, and and it's so you know because everything here is comparatively new. Yes. If we have something old, it's 200 years old. When they have something old, it's 2,000 years old. Yes. Well, that's House Hunters International. So people, you know, they always look at three properties. Mm-hmm. And what they were looking at one in Italy, and one of them was a falling apart. Right. You know, stones on the side of a hill. Right. And that's the one they picked. Yeah, I saw that one. And yeah. I'm thinking, but then they went back, you know, they go back and show it later. And they, it just was amazing how... Those stones were still standing. Well, like in, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things I, we're not going to do it this trip, but I, I, one of the things I really want to do one of these days is the underground city tour. Oh, oh my gosh! Awesome. I saw because it. the current city of Rome is really built on top of the old one, underneath Rome. We had people do that on our adventure when, on their free day, and they said it's. Very, very cool, but it's very claustrophobic and very small. Oh, that's right, because I have seen it, and people are crawling through very it's like small catacombs. spaces. But aren't oh, there geez. certain places where they've put clubs down there? I saw it in National Geographic. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Where, I mean, I mean, in, not official clubs, just like groups of people have started their own little... I think what know. happens when you go to places like this is you get an appetite for them. Like, we want to go back so bad. Yeah. I mean, and you want to go back and see more and do more. There was nothing I saw that you were just like, ugh. I really don't want to see that this time. You know, it was just so, it was all incredible. Things I definitely want to see. But Rome is what I'm looking forward to the most. Because there was just so much to see in Rome. Stuff that, Monaco. Like said, and there's gelato on like every corner. Oh, Ooh, yeah. really? Yeah. South of France, yeah. I would say south of France is probably third yeah. on my list. Um, and Sicily. Sicily. I'm excited yeah. about oh Sicily. I'm really, really glad they're adding that. It. Picture this. I can't wait. Sicily. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> 1929. I, I'm looking forward to the food. Isn't Man? Sicily just supposed to be known for its Yeah. I'm looking forward to the food the, the entire trip, and I hope the ship has better food than you said it did last well, year. Well, that was the big problem last year was last that year the was food good. was garbage. I mean, just absolute garbage from start to finish. I mean, it was horrible food on the ship. Wouldn't it have been the same as, I don't know, I mean, all the Disney ships, they... No, because what they did was the food, a lot of the food for that sailing came over on the on the transatlantic crossing. So it was basically sitting in storage for two weeks. And but there's no reason. You're in Europe. Why don't you just buy the fresh, delicious you, food that they Why have? aren't you getting food in the ports and things like that? Because there's a lot of things that they have to take into consideration when buying from those local vendors and things like that. Right. I mean, I'm sure that... I'm hoping that they've worked those all out, but that's part of the consideration. They have to- Back to the excursions, like on when you do the Bahamas cruise and pretty much everybody stays on the ship in Nassau. Now, when you're doing an itinerary like this, do people, a lot of people stay on the ship or do most people take advantage of no, them? Most people go, no, the, you've got, a lot of people may venture out on their own, but I don't know many yeah, people stay. I, I don't think, you know, it's on those days when most of the days that I was on the ship and we were in port, um, there was virtually no one okay. on the ship. I pretty much had that ship to yeah, myself. Yeah, I can't imagine. Here we are in Barcelona. Yeah. Well, I didn't I'm know if there was on. like people that just went, oh, hey, I'm just here for the, no. you know, the, the cruise. cruise. No, I'm here because for the you, real estate on the land. I mean, think about it. Even if you're European and you're taking this cruise, even if you're someone from, say, the UK, you're still going to some ex- really exotic ports, some ports that are incredible. So oh, yeah. I can't imagine someone saying, oh, phew, I'm not getting off at Naples. 
No, I mean, okay. these really? are What's these the are th- point? <laughs> it's all old. These are things you really want to go and experience. You really want to go. And I'm going. Yes, you are. <laughs> it's really exciting. How many right, days? So. Well, it's so actually. Like, yeah, it's like 40. So, I mean, it's, it's like 47 days yeah. until departure. We're gone for 14. We've got uh, three days in Barcelona, followed by the 11 day cruise. So, we're technically, we're gone for two full mm. weeks. And, uh, It'll be fun. It will be. Yeah, it's it's, it's going to be amazing. Um, yeah, and, I've never uh, traveled alone with these guys, so this should be interesting. Mm-hmm. If if any of you, uh, um, now if anybody is interested in joining us on this trip and coming with us, um, there are staterooms available. They've got inside staterooms right now, and this is as of you know three o'clock on the fourteenth of April. Uh, they have uh, staterooms available uh, for two adults, uh, twenty seven hundred dollars. Wow. It's a category. Um, on a category uh, guarantee. Or 11B. Well, yeah. Guarantee is twenty six ninety nine. What is it, 11B? No, 11B is actually thirty seven nineteen. So It's 11C in guarantee? Probably. Um, and they've got Ocean View State Rooms uh, going for four. They've got a, uh, yeah, they've got category uh, Ocean View guarantee uh, for thirty two ninety nine right now. And then on an eleven night Mediterranean cruise, yeah. that's amazing. That is. So there are pri- there are good prices to be had, and uh, you know the the airfare. I don't know what the airfare to Barcelona is now, but we got pretty decent airfare. Uh, we got a thousand dollars round trip, oh, that's um, which is not bad going to Barcelona. So uh, you know, if anybody's already on that cruise and going to be there, please let us know. We'd like to you know say hi. Um, if uh, or if you want to. Come along and, you know, see us on the cruise, be with us on the cruise. Yeah. Book it and let us know. Bring your tissues. <laughs> and uh, if you've actually done Europe before, done a lot of international traveling and have any tips that uh, to share with us and that we can ultimately share with our rest of our listeners, we'd appreciate that too. Just send us an email at podcast at www.info.com. So that will do it. For our for this segment of the Diz Unplugged, also this week we have Kathy Worling's review of the Marceline to Magic Kingdom tour, the new Marceline to Magic Kingdom tour, the Magic Kingdom. Scott Smith talking about uh, his recent experience with the Muddy Buddy Race at Wide World of Sports, and of course our fantastic Disneyland team and their uh, Disneyland show is also this week. So got plenty for you to enjoy. We hope you enjoyed this. And we'll be back with you again next time with another episode of the Diz Unplugged. Remember, everybody, stay out of the damn lakes.